We're going to be fresh. We're going to scroll freshly. What is up, dudes? It is your excellent friend, The Brand, Big Vito T, Super Kick Weekly, back in full force. Super Kick. Big V, what Weekly. up, my man? What up, what up? You know me, happy after an AEW pay-per-view. We are here. It's Jonestown the morning after. Basically, probably what Las Vegas looks like right now. Yes, after... <laughs> This uh, AEW Double or Nothing show, which we watched together yesterday. Excellent yep. time. Yeah. Of course. Yep. Thanks for hosting. Thanks it for was hosting. Absolutely. 100%. That's what we do around here. So, you know, uh, yeah. welcome to the show. We're going to kind of talk about that to kind of kick things off, kind of our parting thoughts and some of the, some of the news stories that came out of it afterwards quite possibly I lost Vito for a second now he's back do I have you there had to turn my Wi-Fi off yep I'm All back right. sorry for the interruption folks there was a little interruption I got a little uh, Facebook notification which you could probably hear so I'm gonna turn that window off and hopefully not have to deal with that the rest of the way so, yes, AEW Double or Nothing was last night. Uh, pretty good show. Good show. You know, uh, nothing too, like, headliney. You know what I mean? Coming out, not... You know, a couple things happened that were nice. But there was yeah. no, like, blockbuster thing. And none of the matches, you could really say, were, like overly good but it was it was good it's kind of my short review Let's of it see. what what did you think at all in like a totality perspective uh i'd say most of it delivered okay i think that's a good way to that's say a good way to put it most of it delivered yeah i think it was uh good real i would say real good i wouldn't say great I would say real good. Definitely. Uh, there's a lot of good moments I, I would talk about. Happily. You know, the <laughs> last two matches seem to go over pretty well. Uh, we're talking about the Anarchy in the Reno, which, of course, is always a fun time. And now, when uh, you say go over well, you mean in your living room, not in the crowd, right? That <laughs> is... The that we we definitely could discuss this. Yeah, no one is really talking about how strange this crowd was, and I'm still been trying to like come up with an idea because it wasn't like I've been thinking about this, Vito, and I've been thinking that it's not like the crowd was. I don't know. I guess maybe it wasn't too like AEW faithful. Um, yeah, because they Vegas and they've been there before, Vegas is right? Crazy, right? Yeah, very strange. Uh, well, uh, I was watching Ups and Downs. Shout out to Simon Miller. Uh, Simon, he uh, he said that he was live in attendance and he said that, um, 
it was a loud crowd. But I wonder if if it just wasn't mic'd or they didn't have the if, crowd uh, mic'd very well, possibly. Yeah, if it, if the I don't know, because the front couple rows didn't even seem very excited to me. I don't know. You remember it during the right. during the opener, and uh, when they did the spot where Swerve put, you know, uh, Orange's hands in his pockets. <laughs> And you yeah. did hear like a little audible, like you effed up chant. Yeah, that was funny. So, like, that makes me think that, like, but I don't know, but you couldn't really hear it. Uh, people quit messaging me. Um, so popular. It, right? Just like, I'm the hero of the day. Uh, yeah, it was just weird. It seemed like maybe that, that chant should have been a little bit more audible or it was just like a very small subsection of people who were actually like the chanting, like, you know, all involved. The all-in fans, if you will. The all-in fans who are in on double or nothing. Uh, quick side note on the Orange Cassidy Pockets thing. I was watching that new AEW trailer that they put out for Fight for Nothing. And there seems nothing. to be a a button. Fight for nothing. That's funny. <laughs> Fight forever. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Fight forever. <laughs> uh, there seems to be a button that you press to put Orange Cassidy's hands in his pocket, and then you can pin somebody with your hands in your pocket. The uh, I just saw it in the new trailer. That is super cool that they worked that in there. <laughs> yeah. And on on yeah. a on a side note, the the fight for nothing video game is actually um, a, a separate video game that's coming out. <laughs> Possibly Power Pit Pro Wrestling's involved with it. I'm not sure. I'm just. <laughs> oh man. We kid, we kid. <laughs> oh no! I just I I saw the opening. I had to take it. <laughs> Crucify me if you must. June twenty ninth, fight forever. It would apply to really any indie insert indie promotion in the title. It's going to be a collective indie game with a bunch of different indie promotions involved. Maybe they're involved. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. But I heard that there is a game coming out called Fight for Nothing. So. Anyway, yes, uh, Fight Forever is going to have this cool, uh, so this cool spot that you can yep. somehow hands in the pocket. Yeah, so a really uncomfortable pinning combination. And it's beyond just being a taunt. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He pins it. He pinned him. Yeah, check okay. it out. Right on. It's the Four Pillars trailer. Okay. Find yeah. this on YouTube or something, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting little tidbits that came out of this show. From a headline perspective, though, I mean, it's like, okay, MJF keeps the title. You know, the return of Chris Statlander was pretty amazing. 
You know, yeah, Jay's streak right is there. over. <laughs> Hold on a second. So there you go. There's something to talk about. Yeah, Vito's been calling that for a long time. Yes, let's let's give Vito his roses, people. Check 100%. the archive. Go back. Check it was sometime what last summer? Is what we? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It's somewhere. Yeah. Every time we've ever had the conversation, who's going to dethrone Jade? I've always said one person, Chris Statlander. As soon as she comes back from that leg injury, she's got it. She's the only person to do it. So she, which brings me been to out that new for a while. T-shirt that we were just talking about. Yeah, she's been out for a long time. Yeah, her new T-shirt says. What's it say? New knees. Uh, I lost the shirt. Where'd it go? It said new knees, new, no limits. That's what it says. And uh, and she's back. She's a champion. And I, I've always been a fan of Chris Statlander. Go buy that. Uh, go buy that freaking thing right now. I tell oh, here you what. it is right here. Go buy it. New New knees, no restrictions. Is she a cause? Is she cosmic or woman, or is she more? Chris Statlander. She's much, much more than much, any much of that. more. Any of that. And Orange Cassidy is going to go buy her a new backpack to hold her belt. <laughs> yes, Orange Cassidy tweeted out that he was going to be buying his friend a backpack. So we're going to have two backpack-carrying champions, presumably. Uh, also, coming out of Double or Nothing, uh, congratulations to Sammy Guevara and Ty Mello. Going to have a little baby. What a what a cute birth announcement that was in their entrance. Watched, Wholesome moment. Uh, Which you don't I really get from Sammy Guevara quite a bit. Am I right? No, no, no. <laughs> but I watched his their official announcement on their YouTube page. Right. And uh, they found out, they officially found out four months ago, and she actually wrestled the match while pregnant. So she's got the Soraya, the Soraya uh, life story where her mom wrestled with her in her belly. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, there's that. Built into the DNA. Yep. Oh, yeah. Some cool, you know, wholesome stories and stuff coming out of this. Uh, coming out of this show. Not so wholesome. Uh, you know, we get the Takeshi to turn. At Don Cows. I've been thinking about this all night, Vito. Like, the Takeshi thing is fine. I'm just so like the the Don Callis thing is just super weird. So he's like yeah, the new Regal. Man. You know, is that is that what we're is that what we're doing here? Is that the idea? I don't I don't think so. I didn't see a big bond between Takeshita, uh Don Callis and the BCC last night. There was no hugs and slap hands. I right. didn't see none of that. I saw weird looks. I saw Brian Danielson going, hey, look at that guy. He's pretty good. Because Danielson's talked about Takeshita in the past. Um, 
but uh yeah i think uh i think there'll be a a short a short a little alliance thing there but um we were talking yesterday if they're adding to Keshida to their little group thing even if it's only temporary to go on to the match we want next or i want next which we discussed um and we are we are talking to each other about who's going to add to the elite. I saw in a comment today that I totally forgot that is a extended member of the elite. Kota Ibushi. Yes. So there is their fifth member to go against the BCC and uh Wow, what's his first name? Uh, Kenoshe Takeshita, right? Is that is that right? Konosuke, I don't know. Konosuke Takeshita. Uh, in the match, we both want blood and guts. So, I've also cool that was at Wembley. I saw a snippet from Uncle Dave this morning too that said something about Okada as well. Potentially, because Omega mentioned that he had a couple of friends that he that were going to come and help. So why would he need more than one? I I'm, I really don't know. Maybe just to like get ahead of them because he needs two people to match John Moxley. <laughs> but then that's that's what that's six a six on six, right? Isn't that what they do with that match or it's a five on five? I think it's five on five. Cuz it was uh Didn't last year they have like three teams. No, last year it was um It was Jericho Society against somebody against BCC. Yeah. Wasn't well, it? But but it was a. Uh, was it Jericho Society or was it the other one, the other Chris Jericho one? It it was it was Jericho Society by that point. I'm I'm pretty sure. Oh. Because they were. Because they had split the um, Santana and Ortiz were on the other team. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Let's go check it out. Yeah, look look that up for us, Vito. Get us some get us some backstory Blood on that. Guts was Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz, John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, and Claudio Casignoli yeah. defeated uh, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Daniel Garcia, and two Menard and Parker. Right. So yes, it was Jazz. So a six on six. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Wow, I didn't realize there was that many guys. Right. <laughs> Holy it's, crap, that's a lot of dudes in the ring. It's bigger than any of that. Well, you know, part of them will be on top and outside and you know how they're gonna do it i did not realize so who's the see there's four in blackpool combat club yeah plus the Keshida. Keshida. who's their sixth member 
yet to be determined, I guess, right? Hmm. Hmm. You know? Uh, All right, then. That's to be pondered. Ooh, you know, I don't know, man. Bill? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something, that's huh? Not, that's not even beyond, you know, the scope of reality. It could happen, right? I mean, I know it's kind of far-fetched, but... And if it's not Phil, I wouldn't be against or beyond surprised if it's Joe. Okay, that's cool too. Even as just a one-time fill-in because he's a Ring of Honor uh, television champion. I but, like that. Um, I do like that because he fits. Joe's a ass kicker <laughs> to yeah. miss those guys. So, yeah, Joe. I think that's cool. Now, uh, we've been dancing around. Can we talk about uh, the explosive super kick? That was cool. So, I mean, I don't know. That was just crazy. So, on Twitter, I've seen now that those those Nikes were Spider-Verse X Air Jordan 1s. Okay. And that's just what There's they do? Here. They look, yeah. That's what they do <laughs> when you super kick someone, they explode. <laughs> They're pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, of course. They're cool-looking shoes. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Verse. Okay, well, there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out or something, right? So Yeah. I guess that was part of the tie-in to everything. Yeah, they had, you know, they did a lot of crazy stuff in that match. Definitely worth going back and watching. Of course, this is continuing. Something we don't really know, though, is the the MJF thing. What do you think uh, they're, where do you think you go now with MJF? What's the next feud? Is this done? No, I, it's you not don't done. Think so? He beat he beat Darby Allen with a headlock takeover. I'm pretty sure his next feud is Darby Allen. Hmm. Okay. Oh, quick side note. Happy birthday to Takeshita. All right. Today birthday present. Birthday. Happy birthday, Takeshita. You're a heel now. So we'll have to see. Yeah, I really have no strong take at all as far as like where the MJF thing is going to go from here. I guess that would make sense. Um, you got to think, you know, they have Forbidden Door coming up and then this Wembley show. And yeah. then a regular pay-per-view after that. So it's literally like pretty much bing bang boom like three within the next four months or whatever it is um, yeah these shows so last year there was no um no wait there was an AEW 
title match or something, right? It was no, it wasn't a title match, but it was still a champion versus champion or something, right? It was it was Moxley and Okada. What was the main event last year? Uh, at Forbidden Door? Yeah. It was a four-way? No, that was... That was for oh, one of their belts. They defended the title separately. No. I don't remember. Short-term memory me loss. I'll pull her up. I mean, I'll get our media department... Right. So pull her up here. That media department sometimes uh, is. It was uh, John Moxley versus uh, Tanahashi for the interim AEW championship. Oh, that's right. Because, yeah, that was during one of the weird, uh, one of the punk holdover times, right? Yeah. And then Jay White defeated Hangman. Okada and Cole for the uh, IWGP title. That's right. That's right. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of... I mean, so this blood and guts thing, is that going to be... I guess that's going to be at this forbidden door then. We could just kind of bring that out there, right? I mean, that's got to be... If they're bringing in, if the Japan guys are are part of it, but Kota Ibushi is not a New Japan guy, so that's like you know, what I mean, that's what's weird. He's done with them, isn't he? Um, yeah, but maybe by then he'll have a contract with AEW, and it'll be like, oh, there's a Japanese guy, yeah, Forbidden Door. <laughs> Pass it off or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a litany of things they could do, but they have that. Uh, we have that to look forward to. Yeah, um, that's pretty much all the pertinent storylines. Of course, you know you have the tag team and the and stuff like that. You know, we'll see where they go with that. We kind of glossed over this part of the talk before uh, with the Chris Statlander thing. Jade's streak ends. Where does Jade go from here? Ooh. Maybe does she go to the next step up? You think on Wednesday she comes out and she goes, and, uh, she comes out and says, I'm done with that TBS title. You know, Tony Storm, you're weak. You beat a broken woman. I, I'm 60 and one. You're a million and a million. Give me your belt now. You don't deserve it. Beat a broken woman. I lost after losing. Or after winning. I don't know, that sounds good to me. Book it. That could work. You could do that. Something gives me a feeling, though, they're probably going to draw it out. Or yeah. the Statlander thing, though. I mean, that's just the feeling I get, but 
I mean, they could do that. I mean, you also mentioned, you know, you had this take during the show last night that uh, the idea for um, a hater to lose was to win it back at Wembley, right? And that's a couple months away. Yeah. But then uh, I read something or I heard something in an interview. Uh, oh, no. Simon said something about how the uh, injury is legit and she probably shouldn't have wrestled last night. She so, did a lot uh, of stuff for there to be a legit injury, but I guess if you're screwed, you're screwed, right? Yeah. Yikes. But, uh, I mean, when she hit that clothesline and she fell like soon as it hit, either she's a really good seller or she's got some pain in that shoulder. Well, we saw so. the bruising. You did see bruising yeah. in there, right? So major bruising. So I don't know. Cody, yeah. Cody wrestled with a torn pec, and still went out for what nine months. So we'll see. Oh, okay. So uh, on the MJF thing, I guess neither one of us watched the scrum. Oh, I was going to watch it today. So just a headline here I got from an unnamed wrestling site says, MJF calls NJPW the drizzling shits, says he doesn't <laughs> want to wrestle on Forbidden Door. Oh, my God. So there you go. <laughs> the drizzling shits? <laughs> right. Oh. What's drizzling shits in Japanese? Uh, let's pull up the translate. Oh, huh? my God. This is, this is the quality audio that we're going to get uh, on, on this show. So, drizzling shits, English detected. But we want to translate this to Japanese. Japanese, yes. Well, let's see how well eerie. it translates. Hili Omega Furu. Omega's in the word for drizzling shit. A mega, a mega Furu. A M E G A F U. A mega, okay. Yeah, A mega, not Omega. A mega Furu. So I'm guessing the Kiri is the shits part. And the Omega Furu <laughs> is the drizzling part. But don't don't quote me on that exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um also at the That's scrum the stuff you get here at Super Kick Weekly, folks. Quality audio here, people. Yeah. Quality freaking and quality audio. Translations too. <laughs> Um, also at the scrum, of course, uh, Tony reveals that uh, 65,000 tickets have been sold for All In and has a gate over $8 million. Holy crap. So just think about that, bro. That Wembley show is going to be awesome. Those guys are going to be so loud. Um, literally the biggest show that they've ever had, right? I mean... We were talking about this uh, last night as well. I mean, this will be the I biggest. Think it's their first big stadium show. I mean, they did Jacksonville, I'm pretty sure, but. 
Yeah, but the way they had that place set up, I believe it was a lot less. But I, I don't yeah. really remember because I wasn't really watching at the time. But Yeah, but Wembley is something else. Impressive, nonetheless. Yeah. Very impressive, nonetheless. Um, so, uh, I just saw something pretty funny right here. I would throw by. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I have not read this yet. Um, so this is something. Uh, this is translated from something that was said on the MMA Hour. Hulk Hogan talking about Roman Reigns. Oh, all right. He's got it figured out, Hogan said of Reigns. A lot of people oh, wrestle for 20 or 30 years and they don't ever figure it out. I mean, they're smart to the business, but they never really figured it out. He's figured it out as far as placement and timing goes. And that slow, methodical cadence when you're in the ring. Uh, Yeah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. He talked about some other stuff, but. Oh, my gosh. Well, he, uh, he, he is also. So he's acknowledging the tribal chief, is basically what. Good for you, Roman. You've been acknowledged by the Hulkster. The Hulkster, brother. The freaking. I'm scroll through Twitter real quick. Acknowledged. Let's see him. if I can pull out a couple quick tweets that stand out at me. Absolutely. That have to do with double or nothing. Let's see here. Yeah, Let's we could definitely here. do some more of that. These are tweets and retweets by AEW. All right, so they're officials here. Yuta, Wheeler Yuta tweeted, I pinned Kenny Omega. So, <laughs> oh my God. Good for Yuta. <laughs> yeah, that's something he, you know, that, uh, that's something that's going to be on his resume, and you're going to hear that a lot over the next few months. I guarantee it. The Young Bucks posted a picture of the the Nike that had that did the super kick. It's got chars all the way up the side of it. Just It's all burnt on the side of it. Kind of interesting. I want to look that up. All right. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. They put tax in his mouth and gave him an uppercut. I forgot about that. Tax on the mouth. Tax on the foot. Yeah. yeah. Really messed him up. All that tackery. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I was sad. Hangman took off the eye patch. That made me sad. I was hoping he'd rock that for a while. What? Uh, what's next for Wardlow, you think? Uh, I, I don't want to see him climb up any more ladders. Um, so that's not good I can't believe he tried to climb that ladder a second time Uh, I don't know Luchasaurus there we go I think Luchasaurus is the next guy right okay so we keep that going and then just switch it to Luchasaurus because that's what we thought this match was going to be anyway Actually, I'd like to know what Hulk Hogan thinks about Luchasaurus. <laughs> a Sabu spot, I, I guess, was a nice little little thing. 
I didn't see most of that match, but like you said, they got, they just, everyone got ejected. A lot of uncomfortableness. <laughs> it was really weird. Um, let's see, there's not much more on here. There's mostly just videos from last night. Ooh, here's, yeah. here's another, uh, well, uh, another MJF thing we could talk about. Right. I did see somewhere also during this media scrum where he is now, um, I believe, changing course on the whole bidding war of 2024 deal. Really? Uh, he made some sort of comment about how, uh, yes, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a definite course change because when someone asked him about that, he basically answered it like, um, well, I'm going to be the AEW champion for as long as I want to be. And then when I'm done doing that, I'm just going to retire is what he is what he said. Wow. So that that I is now out the window, <laughs> right? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's a subtle way of saying that, that he's already signed an extension. I mean. We're literally six months away, so I mean, yeah. If 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 you were Tony, I I would believe you would want to get that done if you could. So someone pointed out on Twitter here, uh, Jess the Buckeye said that pointed out that when all the pillars hit their um, mentors finishers, that was a cool spot. Oh yeah. Darby and Scorpion death drop. Sammy hit the code breaker. Jungle Boy the kill switch. MJF hit the crossroads. Let's see. Uh... Adam Cole says bringing Sabu to AEW Double or Nothing was a last minute decision. You don't say. <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> because oh, you called Kyle O'Reilly and he was doing all right. <laughs> oh, can we can we discuss uh, Max Caster's rap right now? That was savage as hell, right? Yeah. I got it right here. Oh, you're watching me. it right now. Yeah. Yo, listen. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so he says, Buddy acts ominous when he's getting cucked by a kid named Dominic. Okay, that... I don't know, who's this Dominic kid he's talking about? Poetry. <laughs> Poetry in motion. So, uh, so, first of all, Buddy gets punked out for the whole Hall of Fame scene. Where he's just sitting next to Dominic and, like, it's Dominic... Yes. Rhea and then Buddy, and there's all these pictures of him just sitting there, like, "Oh, I'm so sad." Right. <laughs> As the third wheel to this, like, the most popular couple on TV. 
all by myself. <laughs> and then, uh, and then there's like Dominic chants while Buddy Murphy is in the. Oh wait, is it Buddy Murphy? Yeah. Yeah. No. Is it? Well, he was Buddy, Buddy Murphy. Matthews. Now he's Buddy Matthews. Yeah. Matthews. Sorry, buddy. Buddy Matthews. There's Dominic Chance while Buddy Matthews is in the ring. I really, really hope that they do not continue to chant Dominic while he's in the ring. I think that would be awful. Yeah, don't do that, people. Have a little have a little yeah. class, why don't you? You know what I mean? Just take the take the one time uh Take the one-time chant because of the rap, and and let's not do that again, ever. So I'm glad we agree on that. Yeah. Um. So I want to admit to everybody on here that I was camping this weekend. Uh, I came home just in time to be to be uh right. shipped off to come to your house to watch Double or Nothing. So I did not watch uh, Night of Champions. Yes. Do you want to give us a quick rundown of Night of Champions? Let's not be remiss. There was another major show that did happen this weekend. Yes. Yes. Um, Like you mentioned, uh, you may may have missed it. But yes, we had Night of Champions. Uh, Vito, uh, in a nutshell, uh, it was a show pretty much what you'd expect from one of the Saudi shows. Um, they ran a, a pretty big angle with the bloodline, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn keep the belts. Expected. Um, and they, they're teasing, uh, a J, uh, or not, excuse me, a Jimmy actually departing from the group. So we'll see how that plays out kind of going forward. Um, Are you saying like a Uso split up or? Right. Well, I mean, just just basically, yeah. Just uh, in general, what happened was is like Usos come down. They they're trying to help. They end up super kicking Solo. Roman bitches them out, pushes them around. Jay decides he wasn't going to take it. He ends up super kicking uh, Roman. Uh, Jay's doing the whole, what are you doing, Oose, you know, thing. Jimmy says, I'm doing what you should have done a long time ago. He gives him a super kick. And um, that's kind of, you know, and then Roman goes to the outside. Solo ends up getting pinned by Sammy. And that's how they end up keeping the titles. So the wrestling news sites and just kind of everybody in general is treating this like this is it. You know, the bloodline is fractured. This is like, you know, we're seeing the breakup. I'm saying yeah. maybe not so fast. Maybe we'll pump the brakes on that. I'll believe it when I actually see it uh, happen. Uh, All right. You know, like like you had mentioned, you know, uh, very easily apologize or something like that right i mean how do you see it playing out do you think that that's possible or well now i have to i should probably go back and watch that match that sounds like a pretty good angle um it was it, it did have people talking 
Man, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I could see an Uso split, but I could see the Uso splitting off of Roman. Right. But them kicking Solo is interesting to me. Right. Um, well, the Solo, I mean, it was by accident, but yeah, Jimmy's kick but on Roman was no accident. Yeah. Accident. Like, people kicking people on accident uh, in wrestling. They don't care. It's not like they they go back and watch and be like, oh, <laughs> I know you kicked me on accident, so right. bygones are bygones, buddy. <laughs> that, right. I don't think I've ever seen that in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Usually so, it's not one that just gets let go. No. <laughs> no. So uh, uh, what is this? Was there an NXT pay-per-view? There apparently was. I did not watch it. Huh. Okay. Like, I well, can't really I can't really speak on it yeah. too much. NXT Battleground apparently. All right then. Yes. Uh the only note I have for that is Carmelo Hayes is still the champion. So good for you, Carmelo Hayes. So um no, I do <laughs> not uh I can't I can't see you. Uh the bloodline, the only thing I can say what I want to happen is the bloodline can do whatever they want. But I want this Ke- the Kevin Owen and Sami Zayn thing to just slide away. Slide out of the way. Yeah, now after this match. I mean, you've uh, mentioned I'm to me before that. that you were kind of sick of the storyline. You're just kind of ready for it to be over. Yeah. Now, yeah. Right. Well, now, now that there's actual some internal stuff going, like purpose super kick from Jimmy, um, now I'm re-intrigued, but now for me to be fully intrigued, I need Sammy and Kevin to step away and do what's their next thing? Who beat them? Uh, uh, the purple guys. What's their names? Uh, Street Profits. Rhea Ripley. No, oh, no, Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judgment Day. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. purple guys. <laughs> uh, they beat them. A couple weeks ago, so I mean, they got to be number one contenders now. So it's time for them to move on to those guys, wrestle them for six months, <laughs> right? <laughs> I All would. Right, that's just what I, does. I would put the tag titles on Judgment Day as soon as possible, but that's just me. And maybe they can, you know, really? do something else with Sammy and Kevin. Oh yeah, on. Finn and uh, Damien or on Damien and Dominic? You know, they'll do a free bird thing anyway. Kind of a thing. Really? Free bird? Yeah, free bird style. You never know which two you're going to get. So you think they should just free bird everybody in a a trio or everyone in a um, stable? I mean, if it's a three-person stable, I would. Oh, okay. Once you know, because that's the right. There's no, there's no real precedent. There's no real rule written, right? But traditionally, new fans. Do you think new fans should be like Freebird? Isn't that called the New Day? (laughs) The New Day rule. Maybe so. Because new fans really don't know who the Freebirds are. They just know who the New Day is. Right. 
the Freebird rule, I guess, for the modern generation, you could call it the New Day rule. But yes, yeah. I mean, you have a... But it should only be a trio. It's it's not right when it's the four guys, you know? Yeah. Imagine the NWO being like, okay, we're the tag champs. Right. <laughs> anybody can yeah. do it. Instead of the outsiders, yeah. you get vicious and delicious that night. Yeah. You know? Hogan like, and... Hogan and Nash are tag champs. Right, yeah, all of a sudden Hogan and Nash, yeah. It just it yeah. just doesn't work. For whatever reason, it can only be three people. It can only be a three yeah, person stable three. that can that can enact that. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't know. Yeah. But then again, if you have just like a random team that's not part of a stable, they lose a partner, usually they just let them pick a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, find someone to defend your titles with tonight and lose them. That's usually <laughs> how it out. works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. It usually always ends up with them losing them because they're not the actual team. There's no chemistry, yeah. usually. Um. So we had that. Uh, we had uh, Brock and Cody... Uh, Brock wins by making Cody pass out. So he wins, but, you know, Cody is also valiant and brave in his attempt. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that is uh, what it valiant is. Valiant and brave, huh? Yeah. Okay. So um, no squash. It was, was not. A good match. It was not a squash. Yeah, Cody, you know, got some stuff in, but of course he had to sell the arm pretty much the whole match. <laughs> I I want to say that it was almost. Um, I think it was almost better than the first one, because it was just it was a lot shorter. So they're one in one now. Yes, technically. Right. Yes, technically they are. They are fifty fifty, in their so... matches. Their next match has to be a gimmick match, right? If they do a third match, yeah, they could. I mean, there is Hell in a Cell coming up, right? Really? I think so, so they could do that. No, there's no Hell in a Cell pay-per-views anymore, is there? Did they get rid of that? I think they did. Well, the next the next one's Money in the Bank. So maybe uh, not. Oh, yeah. Maybe they, they did. got to have a gimmick. Maybe they did sack Hell in a Cell. Yeah, because they said that Hell in a Cell should only be a a a match that you only have when it when it really matters. It was one of those Triple H isms. Uh, upcoming events. You know, NXT Battleground was last night. So we got Money in the Bank, Great American Bash, and then SummerSlam. July 1st is Money in the Bank. July 30th is Great American Bash. And August 5th is SummerSlam. See, so there you go. Oh, Money in the Bank is that... uh, uh, Wait, when is the Wembley show? I'm all in... W all in. Let's see here. 
August 27th. Okay. So they're separated quite a bit. Yeah. Money in the Bank is at the O2 Arena in London, England. I thought that was interesting, too. They're running an arena while AEW is running the stadium. That's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. That's a complete flip-flop. From uh, Wait, from how Great, it is in uh, the states, Great American. That's why August or July thirtieth and August fifth are so close because the Great American Bash is an NXT pay per view. Oh, or, okay. Ple. Ple. Ple versus PPV. Oh, whoa, hold on a second. Personally, I'm on the Wikipedia, and I just have to be looking at WWE pay-per-views. Yes. And I just noticed, because I was scrolling down at the bottom at when the upcoming events, and I just saw that uh, WrestleMania is April 6th and 7th of 2024, and I saw something that says most pay-per-view matches. Randy Orton's number one with 181. Wow. That's an FYI for you guys. Number two by by uh, only five matches is Kane with 176. Oh my so, gosh! There you go. Those are stats that they don't really give you ever. Weird enough. I've never heard that stat. Number three is the Undertaker with 174. Undertaker only has two less pay-per-view matches than Kane. Wow! There you go. Interesting. Top pay-per-view people. Randy Orton, Kane, and Undertaker. Randy so, Orton, number one, huh? Most pay-per-view matches. There you go. That's a that's an odd fact you only get here, folks. Speaking of Randy Orton, do you believe this stuff about him not wrestling ever again, or do you think we're dealing with like a Shawn Michaels thing, and we'll see him in like a couple more yeah, years? Wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it his? Wasn't his? Someone like important in his family that says it was his dad. Was it? Was it Cowboy Bob? Um. Hold on a second. Yeah, there was a this this. I mean, I've been hearing more and more stuff about this come out as the days go on. I think it was. I think it was Bob Orton, the one who said it in like an interview or something. Right. It seems like there's always, there's been like a few different stories coming out. I think this is separate from, from the Bob Orton interview, but I can't be, I can't be positive. Yeah. The very first article that comes up when I type in Bob Orton news says it's from Bleacher Report says Randy Orton's doctor advised against WWE return amid injury, says Father Bob Orton. Okay. So, so so there's been nothing new. People are just kind of recycling this story yeah, from the interview. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. Right. That was two weeks ago, so. Okay, so I, may, I probably just saw a recycled uh, Facebook yeah. post story that was, like, in the ether for, like, a you know, couple weeks or whatever. Yeah, well, there's a good chance that he's not coming back. Bro. I think we see him again someday. No, Randy. (laughs) In pro wrestling, in pro wrestling, death is the only retirement, don't you know? Look at Ric Flair last year. 
Hulk Hogan's even <laughs> talking about coming out and doing another match again, dude. You see this? Hogan. What company? He says, uh, MLW? WrestleMania, <laughs> WrestleMania 40, brother. Which is the mania after this coming one, right? Or no, wait, that would be this next one. Is this WrestleMania freaking 40 that we're going on? Ooh. 36. Ooh. 36 was the pandemic. 37 was the Tampa that was supposed to be. 38 was Dallas again or Houston, whatever the Texas one. 39 was, yeah, we, we were just on 39. So this is WrestleMania 40 we're coming into, man. What yeah. the hell? I am old as hell. I'm old as balls. Dude. Who, who would you want to face Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania? You know, if I had the article pulled up, I think he he proposed some sort of dream match. I want to say he said something about him and Austin was the idea. Austin Theory? No. <laughs> As in Stone Cold Steve I Austin. I would take anything else. I knew you were going to say but, you know, Hogan, he was probably, you know, he was probably high on perks during this interview, I'm sure. You know, whatever. Now, what what young what young chap, I almost said young buck, what young chap would you like uh, Hogan to step in the ring with? Is there, a, is there a, you know, Austin came in and wrestled, uh, uh, what was it? Who did he wrestle? Uh, Kevin Owens? Right, he did Owens, and, and then John yeah, Cena came in and wrestled Austin Theory. Right. So, who do you want Hogan to come in and wrestle? I mean, if we're talking about like a young guy, because you know, if I'm thinking like, if we're thinking about dream matches, that's a whole other thing, right? Yeah, we're talking young guys. I don't want to see two old guys battle out. I want to see one young guy carry Hogan through a match. Can, uh, Good 10-minute match. Hogan can do a 10-minute match. Well, a Hulkamania match, so we would need a heel. Strong, young heel. So you could either do... You could either do the... Uh, run it back and do uh, do it with Theory. Or maybe like Damien Priest or something like that would be cool. Yeah. I think. I um, think... Oh, now you mentioned that. I think, uh, how about a little story where the the demon, Finn Bauer, tries to kill the the entity of Finn Bauer, or of uh, Hulkamania. The only thing that can kill Hulkamania is a, is a demon. That would be neat, but, like, Finn, it's so weird, dude. Finn's, like... Isn't he like forty now, or like close to it? Why not? We used to think of, you know what I mean. 
it was just a yeah, few years ago young. he was like a, he was like a young but he he actually wasn't that young by the time he got to wwe yeah you're right he is not young he was like in his early 30s and now he's been they there like 10 years like he's young. <laughs> right don't they kind of use him like he's young yeah yes and no but yeah i get what you're saying Damian Priest isn't young either. Younger I mean, than Finn. Oh yeah, right. I know that. But uh, Punishment Martinez was uh, um, uh, had a good run in uh, Ring of Honor before he came became right. uh, Damian Priest. Yeah, man, you gotta he, think Damian that Priest. He is forty. Oh wow! Damian Priest is forty. So he's yeah. not a young guy either. <laughs> but you know that's been the that's been the mo of the WWE. They ignore these guys until they're like a name, right? Finn Balor's forty-one. See, and then they finally uh-huh. decide to sign them. The you know when they're like thirty, and then by the time they get up through the NXT system and pay their dues and all that by that time they're like 34 35 and that's like and then what you know what i mean Chad like Gable's 37 see dude and you know when he came to nxt and all that i mean he had to have been in his late 20s yeah and they've just and they just kind of you know he just kind of worked his career away and Never really did much. You know, they kind of, for years, they didn't even use them. Um, mm. So it's weird. The WWE thing is weird, but, you know, I mean, it's... Either way, I mean, even if you're not the hugest star, you're still in the show, you know, and you're still yeah. making that money, and you're still not having to, like really work that hard so you know for a lot of for a lot of folks that's probably the dream right i mean that is the dream yeah <laughs> you know to where you could make the, the most a- make the most money doing what you love and not have to work that hard at it sign me and up to get leg dropped by hulk hogan at wrestlemania <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple other quick hitters here Vito, <laughs> before we wrap this thing up uh trish uh a couple other night of champions notes trish uh beats becky lynch picks up her first win since 2006 uh her first singles win rather excuse me she beat what the heck how'd she beat becky lynch i missed the match but i believe there was some kind of trickery involved which there had to be watch that finish um and then we had the oscar uh, beats Bel Air, ends the 400-day uh, title reign. I kind of felt that. Um, you know, we were kind of thinking that this was going to happen back around Mania time, if I remember right, and then they didn't yeah. end up doing it there. They decided to save it for here, so. Does that make Asuka a two-time champ? I believe so, yes. Yeah. She, she was the champion during the pandemic for a while, right? Or right afterwards? Yeah, yeah she got the title when Becky got, uh, well, yeah, when Becky got pregnant. Right, right, right. 
there you go who knows what they're doing with this women's division though because it's so it's so chaotic you you had this brand split and the people not even from the brand holding the titles and you know so we'll have to kind of oh. see how that all goes oh this is her hold on a second she is a three-time raw women's champion current oh, raw okay. women's champion all right. And one time SmackDown Women's Champion. So, so four altogether. Yeah. And also undefeated women's NXT Women's Champion. So throw that out there. She's made a pretty damn good career for herself, I would say, uh, in the E. So you love Three to see it. Women's Tag Team Champion. Just one more. One more. <laughs> Hey, bring it. Keep bringing it if you got it. Um, Rollins becomes the first or, you know, I guess the renewed world heavyweight champion. So they're going to carry on that lineage. This is technically going to be the WCW title lineage, right? I'm going to go look that up real quick. I was really curious about that when they first came up with that. Um, I was curious the history of the title of that. So I'm going to go look up what he just won real quick. Right. Uh, media department. I'm looking down at our media department <laughs> down here. Down the basement. Hey, guys, get it together. That would seem to make sense to me. Let's see. Because, you know, the big gold belt history. Right. Technically, coming to WWE. And no, then... no. It says World Heavyweight Championship, and he's inaugural. Oh, so they're saying Seth is the inaugural. Yeah. Well, that doesn't not even... to be confused. Not to be confused with the World Heavyweight Championship from 2002 to 2013. Or the other WWE World Heavyweight Championship that's also here. Um, yeah, there's so, multiple, but this one hmm. is a new one with no previous lineage. So they're not connecting that lineage at all. That's interesting. Yeah. Seth freaking, freaking Rollins is the first champion with no prior lineage. I mean, I guess. I mean, because technically that old title was absolved into the WWE title, right? So. Oh, wow. Tommy Dreamer is quoted in saying that he felt like the this title is a consolation prize, saying that it gave the impression that nobody could beat Roman Reigns. But he did praise the design of the belt. <laughs> That's how a lot of people feel. How do you feel about it? Do you feel like that or no? Uh, I feel that Vince um, slash uh, Hunter, I'll call him Hunter. Uh, Trips. I feel that they have this huge boner for Roman that they just won't take the title off of him. No matter who they put up against him, they just won't do it. 
And if they do, they'll just put it right back on him for whatever scenario they're thinking about. They'll put it right back on him. They'll put it on like I don't know Jimmy for a night, and then they're like, "Psych!" Roman obliterates him in two seconds and takes the title back. Right. Um, so I don't know, um, but I, in my opinion, this Seth one is the legit one. Not a secondary, it's the legit one. You put Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. I haven't watched the match the match yet. I'm gonna watch it today. Um, but if you put Seth Rollins and AJ Styles in a match, the winner of that match to me is the champion. So, okay. Folks. That was bad. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> um Yeah. That man is the champion. Roman Reigns. I don't know. He's the champion because that's where they put him. I understand that's the same the other way, too, because we we're talking about wrestling here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, all they're doing now is getting to a number. I don't see that as him being a champion. I see him that as him being a place marker. Seth is the champion. Roman is the guy with the belt. Yeah. Hot take by Big Vito T. <laughs> no, no, I could definitely see that argument, and I understand yeah. it. Um, I think that that's kind of how a lot of people feel. I think that there's a big part of the fan base that kind of feels like, okay, well, it also kind of makes Roman's title a little less special at the same time, you know, so it kind of... But I think that overall, that's kind of how fans feel right now. In the long term, just like you said, I mean, that's kind of how people will look at it. And maybe that's maybe that's not such a good thing, because then that also kind of takes the specialness out of the reign of Roman for run. You know, and no, I get no that intended. too. But I I feel like the specialness of Reigns' reign kind of went out a while. Roman's ago. reign, huh? Yeah, I feel like the the specialness went out of that a while ago. Right. Like when he beat Sammy, I, that's when I was like, eh, "All right." Right. They that sh- wasn't necessary. They should have started it earlier, maybe, and that way, yeah. like, it would like really feel like it's time. Because really, yes, we've had this three-year title reign, but also we had before that we had another year or so, uh, and and then even more, like you know, another four years of like face Roman <laughs> that we were, you know, that we had to go through that whole time. Yeah, uh, I actually enjoy this version of his character and the whole thing now, so. You know, I'm not... I like this character. Yeah. So I'm fine with it on the whole. But uh, I think that, yeah, it, it maybe just takes a little bit of the specialness out of it, out of out of the rain, and then out of the eventual whoever, you know, ends up uh, dethroning him as champion. Maybe it takes a little bit of the specialness out of that. 
when you have this yeah. other title over here. But then again, they could literally, because they want to have these records, right? So they could do this other title for two years and then absolve again and then have him lose it. You know, I, mean, I don't know. Well, uh, Survivor Series comes in November. And they always bring the two brands together, so it's gonna. It, Seth keeps the title, and inevitably Roman keeps the title, so it's gonna be Seth versus Roman in a Survivor Series. So, and that's a story. Yeah, and you could absolve the titles and make them all whole again at that time, or oh, basically whenever they decide to. I don't know. Or you could have the two champions, I guess, is fine. But the point is, is uh, my point is, is that I want when someone actually beats Roman for it to feel like a big special moment. And I guess it yeah. still will. I don't know. So this right here even says right here uh, on the Wikipedia for this new title. The title is distinct from the WWE's previous World Heavyweight Champion. And when I hover over that, mm -hmm. it's the big goal from right. WCW. That was contested from 2002 <coughs> excuse me, until 2013 when it was unified into the WWE Championship. The two titles share the same name but do not share the same lineage. So, hmm. uh, official statement from Wikipedia. Well, there you have it. He's actually the first ever, then, people. Yep. Inaugural. Seth freaking Rollins. Well, I think that's about all we have. All right. I think we're going to go fun. ahead. And, I think we're going to go ahead and pull into the garage. And, uh, yeah, we start the big build here for. Uh, couple new big shows to to come out here shortly like we mentioned we got forbidden door coming up aew got money in the bank coming up for wwe and plenty of stuff to watch in between there's no shortage of stuff out there uh, and a new show's coming next week gosh is it is that next week collision yeah is next collision. week no, we, got so. we got a couple weeks we got a couple weeks I don't think so. Hold on a second. Let me look. You got ROH out there. You got Impact out there as well. Um, various indie stuff you can go watch on YouTube. Watch or listen to old episodes of this podcast, perhaps. I don't know why June this... June 17th. Okay, you're right. Yeah. We got a we couple got... weeks. A week, two and a half weeks. Right. June 17th is the debut of AW Collision, guys. And the return of... Shh, CM Punk is coming. It definitely seems like that's about to happen. Phil's coming back, folks. Now it's the, the coach. ASMR portion of the show. <laughs> so put some headphones on and relax. I don't know. <laughs> CM Punk is coming. And who really cares about CM Punk now? I don't. 
I still I'm love you, Feel. I still love Brandon's, you, Feel. Brandon's team, Team Punk. I'm Team Elite. Let's see what happens. I still love me some Elite too, but yeah. I'm all, but you know. And I'm rocking the Jungle Boy shirt if we're talking about our shirts right now. See, there you go. Awesome Jungle Boy shirt. I did not know that's what that was. I thought it was just a very yeah. cool outdoorsy oh, shirt. It's from the Elite Crate. Oh, okay. It looks like one of those tourist shirts uh, that you get in, like, you know what I mean? When you, like, go on vacation, kind of, you know? Yeah. Like somewhere where they have, like, lions. Maybe Africa. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, like some zoo zoo shirt. <laughs> Safari. Super Kick Weekly, folks. Make sure you're following the show. Give it a review. That would help. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or whatever, uh, like the video if you're on YouTube and whatnot. Uh, leave us your comments. Let us know what you thought about Double or Nothing. Uh, what you thought about Night of Champions, so on and so forth. Predictions, spoilers, complaints, grievances, whatever it is. Uh, until next time, Big Vito T, have any parting words? Super Kick Weekly super, and Scissor Me, Dad. Super kick, done this in a while. super kick Scissor Me, there we go. What a way to end it. Oh, yeah, baby.